Welcome to the Transit Lounge. I'm your host, Chandra. As a recovering workaholic, I want to explore how you can do more of what you love without burning out. I'm on a mission to promote true well-being, the contented state of being happy, healthy, and prosperous. Through interviews with savvy entrepreneurs, authors, and industry experts, we'll share insights, inspiration, and practical tips on how you can be CEO you in the business of your life. Let's go. Hello, welcome to the Transit Lounge podcast. I am actually recording this episode in a hotel room in Melbourne, and it reminded me that actually the first I think it was three or four episodes of the podcast were all recorded in different hotel rooms and I think in different countries actually. So it's a reminder of how probably two things, uh, how often I travel and what an amazing world we live in that the technology exists for not only for people to travel around as freely as we do these days, but also for me to be able to record this from wherever I am. There's probably a tangent already in the first two minutes of the podcast, but I am recording this and it's going to be interesting to see how it unfolds because I've got a couple of things that converged that that led me to want to do this episode and I'm hoping that it's going to make sense and come together and be of value for you. So the two main things that happened recently that have converged to form this podcast is that a few weeks ago, I went back to Perth to celebrate my eldest sister's 50th birthday, which kind of blew my mind because I can't believe that she's 50 and also, I guess partly that's because, you know, she looks great for 50, which is awesome. And I'm I'm not that far away from it myself. So I'm hoping that I can potentially still look as good as she does uh, when I hit that age. But it also blew my mind because it was 50. And it's such a milestone, I think, as an age. And I know that, you know, I guess each decade feels like a milestone in itself But 50 seems to have a significant ring to it or be a real shift these days. And there's quite a few people that are either family or friends that are are turning 50 this year. And so I guess it's that halfway to a century. Maybe that's why I think it's significant in my mind. And the trip back also, obviously I got to see lots of family and when that, that happens, often there's stories that get shared and there was a lot of memories and funny stories that were being shared over the course of the weekend, many of which were hilarious, just, I guess, remembering my sister as she was growing up and as a teenager and the different phases that she went through in terms of her hairstyles and her fashion sense and the boys that she was dating and all of those kinds of things that you do when you get together with your family and also stories about the rest of us too that sort of came up that that she had great clothes when we were younger and teenagers and living together and I used to borrow a lot of her clothes quite often and she did not like me borrowing her clothes so they were borrowed without her awareness 
Does that still make it borrowing? They, they got returned. But anyway, got to the point where she ended up putting a like a padlock on her wardrobe so that I couldn't get in to borrow her clothes. And I still managed to find a way in. And that was very embarrassing, that story. And I'd sort of forgotten that. And that's one of the joys of catching up with family where they remind you of the silly things that you did as a kid. But all of these memories and stories and things like that are of other significant moments and milestones in life. But this was like, I guess, a a catalyst for looking at this as a turning point into a new era for, for her and a certain level of reinvention as her son gets older and therefore becomes more and more independent she is now going into a new phase of exploring what her life can look like and it's that little bit of I guess of of the reinvention and when you're 50 or as you get older you're getting to know yourself better about who you really are what you really like what's important to you what you want what you don't want or you don't care about And it can be a catalyst for change whenever you do those, I guess, reviews of your your life and your current situation, how you spend your time, all that kind of thing. And then I guess in parallel, the other thing that happened was an article that I read that was talking about the secret weapon, I think she called it, the secret weapon of the 21st century. And... The article quoted a Dr. Tasha Urich and she was the one that described self-awareness as the secret weapon of the 21st century. That, I guess, I think that that's why it linked together in my mind was around Linda's 50th birthday and this opportunity of using a milestone to review where you're at, what's happening in your life, who you are, at that stage of your life and what you want to make it move on to and how you want to evolve or reinvent from there and reading this article talking about the importance and power of self-awareness and it being such an influential skill in the 21st century so they kind of converged in my mind and so I wanted to I guess explore that in today's episode of both the concept of milestones and and what they are how you can set up some deliberate milestones for yourself and then how you leverage that to increase your level of self-awareness so thinking about milestones milestones happen at different stages in our life and so some of the significant ones are often your birthday although I know some people don't really make a big deal of their birthdays they can be a catalyst for a bit of self-review and so your the birthday is a a good time to I guess explore some self-awareness another milestone that comes up in a calendar year is the end of the year and tipping over into the new year as we know new year's resolutions and new approaches to life often are discussed and explored as a new year's resolution now i don't necessarily love the concept of new year's resolutions and i think there's been lots of studies done that shows that the majority of people do not keep new year's resolutions versus when you actually set a goal 
then there's different results with that. But that's for a whole nother podcast. And then there's other milestones that can happen, whether that's end of financial year or other triggers like that. Some, for some people, it's the start of spring or it's whatever. But you can actually orchestrate some milestones in your life as little markers for yourself. So you don't have to wait until you're 50, although that's a great milestone too. But hopefully you can build some in before then to be reviewing and looking at where things are at in your life, your work life, your health, etc., to be doing doing a review and seeing how you might want to up-level or tweak things to make it even more a life on your terms. The other thing that can act as a milestone, although I don't know if milestone is the right term for it, catalyst probably is more so, and that is where a certain event happens. And the reason why I think about this is because I had in my car the other day a little you know, warning light come up on the dash that basically said something like service is due, get service in one day or 11,247 kilometers or something like that. And I remember looking at it and laughing. I wish I took a photo of it. And I was thinking to myself how funny that was that, you know, you could either get the service in one day because that linked to, I presume, the amount of time frame that they were suggesting was an appropriate time to do another service in terms of the dates from when the last time the service was done to whatever the date was on the other day. Or linking to the kilometres of how many kilometres has been driven since the last service. And that sets up two kind of ways of measuring or instigating something to happen. So you can either go by a date or you can go by some kind of event. And so my question for you is, are you waiting for a date to happen or an event to happen? And a classic example of this is often people will be aware that maybe there's some kind of health issue that they want to get checked out or know they would benefit from getting checked out but they just keep putting it off and putting it off and I had something a little while ago where I had a little lump that was appeared on the inside of my knee basically and you know it was a bit annoying but it wasn't painful and it wasn't bad enough to really cause me to rush to go and see a doctor and get it checked out or whatever but I guess I let, let the time go and it kept growing a little bit and then it got to the point where I did, I just got really annoyed by it and so I went to the doctor assuming that it was just a little wart and that they would zap it off and long story short, he said it was a precancerous growth and he did freeze it off but said I have to come back after it's all healed to get them to check it to make sure that it's all good and fine. I realized the other day that I haven't been back yet and Mick actually said to me, he said, well, hang on, what are you waiting for? You know, what's more important to you? And so that's an example of where I'm obviously aware that I need to go and do it, but I'm waiting for something to happen. And so sometimes that's a, a flaw that we can have is that we're waiting, we have to wait until something bad happens to actually get off our batooties to go and make something happen. So that's, I guess, what 
you can ponder through this episode is, is there something that would be more proactive for you to take action as a result of rather than just waiting for something that's too far in the distance? So rather than waiting for your 50th birthday before you start to explore your level of self-awareness and making sure you're building your life and work around what it is that you want and who you are, maybe you could do that sooner. And so maybe that would be something that you work towards that before the end of the year, you're going to do some kind of goal setting activity or Maybe you do have a birthday coming up and as part of that, you're going to do a reflection and a bit of a review of where things are at. But what is it that's going to really help you? How can you leverage it? Whether that is a date that's going to come or waiting for a particular event, something to finish, a course to finish, something to come to completion or something to kick off. Either way, but you can choose it. So back to the self-awareness conversation or article. Dr. Urich is an organizational psychologist and researcher and referred to self-awareness as being the secret weapon of the 21st century because it links to a lot of other really key skills that people need in order to thrive in a work environment these days. And what she has observed is that your level of self-awareness sets the upper limit of some of those other key skills, including communication skills, your influencing skills, your level of emotional intelligence, your ability and confidence to collaborate, for example. And so all of these things are limited or influenced by your level of self-awareness. The higher your self-awareness is, the better you will be able to be in those other areas. The lower your self-awareness, the lower your effectiveness in those other areas and skills. But the good news is that they have also identified that self-awareness is in fact a learnable skill and that you can improve your level of of self-awareness. There's a couple of different ways that you can do that, but it starts with you deciding that actually it's time for you to explore this. So using some kind of milestone, some kind of trigger to make this important enough to do. There's a couple of things that you can do, practically speaking, to improve and increase your level of self-awareness. One is to do a bit of self-reflection. And that's, I think, why I linked it in my mind with the 50th birthday as being that milestone, because that acts as a bit of a trigger for a bit of reflection. And it can be reflection over what you've done in your life or where you're at. But in this context, it's really a self-reflection of of you, you as a entity. What are the uh, skills that you believe that you have? What are the attributes, the characteristics that you believe that you have? So this is a self-audit, a self-review. So it's your perspective on the skills and attributes that you have. Once you've done that for yourself, then what you can do is to actively seek out some feedback and perspective from other people that know you well to get a bit of insight from them about, well, what's their view of you? 
in terms of the skills that they believe that you have, the strengths that you have, what the attributes are, what's the value that you um, bring to a project, for example, things like that. Because then once you've got objective feedback and your own self-audit, you're able to compare and see are there areas of overlap that there are things that you believe that you have and there are things that other people observe in you, then you can feel confident that that's actually something that you do have and that your level of self-awareness is high. But if there's not a lot of overlap and what you believe that you offer and that you do and characteristic that you have or a skill that you have, if that's not being noticed or observed by other people, then it suggests that your level of self-awareness may be low or that there's an opportunity for you to more actively campaign and communicate the skills that you believe that you have so that others do notice it. That's that's sort of, I guess, the, the first thing that you can do is actually just do that audit for yourself and get some feedback from others. And then another thing that you can start to explore is to create a little bit of a a personal vision statement is you know one way I've heard it described or a personal philosophy of life that can act as a bit of a benchmark for you about what you aspire to be and to contribute through your life and through your work just asking yourself you know what do I believe I stand for what do I believe in what's my higher aspiration how do I make decisions and so having that can allow you to strive to continue to communicate and demonstrate the skills, the attributes, the characteristics that you want to be known for to observe whether or not you're living in line with that or not. And the the last thing that you can also do to help increase your level of self-awareness is to develop a high level of mindfulness. And I know that I've talked about mindfulness a couple of times in the podcast series so far, and I'm sure I'm going to do it again. The reason this is important is because mindfulness is actually less about a relaxation technique and much more about a self-awareness and a focusing technique. And as you build both of those skills, then your self-awareness is going to increase, which then it helps you increase in those other key areas of skill that you need to have, your communication skills, your emotional intelligence, etc., etc. So you as a leader, developing those well-rounded skills is just only going to help you along the way. So I realized that probably was a little bit of a meandering stream of an episode, but I hope that it kind of made some sort of sense for you and maybe will prompt you to consider setting some kind of milestone as a trigger for you to do a bit of self-reflection around your level of self-awareness and see how you could potentially keep up-leveling it as you continue to create a life on your own terms. Let me know what you think. Would love for you to come and connect in the Facebook group or to connect online in, in whatever way works for you. And until next week, have a good one. Thanks for listening to the Transit Lounge. If you liked it, please do me a favor and leave a review so I can keep doing more episodes for you. And 
come and say hi in the private Facebook group, The Transit Lounge, being CEO you in the business of your life. I really look forward to connecting with you there. And until then, do whatever you can to create a future that you will love through the choices you make today.